Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering Clayton's response to the TikTok haters. Let's go. A seemingly too good to be true pop punk festival. Oh no. And Kanye's crying on his daughter's birthday. What? And this is episode 189. Let's go. Wow. Wow. You're wrong. You're wrong. 198. I'm dyslexic. What? <laughs> yes, guys, we're here. 198. Let's get it right. Um, yeah, V, what's going on? It's been, it's been quite a week for you. Got some, got some new, uh, bling on your face, it looks like. What's going on? I do. Yeah, it was, uh, my birthday this past week. Um, and you were there to help celebrate it, um, on this past weekend at Topgolf, which was a lot of fun. Um, got the whole, whole larger combined crew together, which mm-hmm. was a lot Oh, fun. Um, and then we got some snow here in Atlanta. Um, you know, not enough to do anything, to be honest. That's um, not true. It did something to your car. I don't know why. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, it makes no sense that my car wouldn't start. My car is a little southern bitch, and I am not. So it just makes no sense. Yeah. Because it's never in the battery, whatever. Pissed. But um, anyways... You know, when everybody was still freaking out about said roads the next day when everything was clear and good to go, I got uh, brunch with my friend Amy and then I got my nose pierced and I got to get it pierced earlier in the day because people were literally canceling their piercing appointments because they were afraid of the literal nothing on the roads. I know. It was it's crazy. I, I don't understand. I really don't. Um I mean it was like, you know, snowing. I, I guess it was I would be more scared of like, you know, the uh, not having visibility, not really uh more people are scared of the fact of the roads icing over, which I would understand more than the the actual it wasn't even snowing on Monday. Yeah. It like maybe flurried a bit, if that. Yeah. Also, like you have windshield wipers. Right. You know, how it, it goes doesn't. Up. People get it, scared, it doesn't like, get to like whiteout level here. I've never seen it. Knock on wood. I've never seen it get to like whiteout level here. And even back in 2014, when there was a the snow apocalypse here, mm-hmm. it wasn't because people couldn't see. It's because they couldn't drive. So, I'm the asshole northerner here. Sorry about you. First time I ever drove a car was in snow, so I kind of just have no tolerance for the baloney. But I did get to do all of my birthday, well, at least most of them, birthday wait, wait, freebie. You, how, how do you how are you feeling about the nose piercing? What's the feedback been? What's going on? Do you feel like a new person? It's cute. I love it. Okay. Like I just feel like I've leveled up. I don't know. Like <laughs> I feel like this is my villain era. Like I, I just feel like yeah, I'm, I, I feel I, like I feel like uh, this is definitely a good look on you. I, I think a uh, good choice. My mom know? likes it, too. So like that's that's good. Yeah. Um, well, if mom approves, that's good. Yeah. She's just happy. I mean, like I wouldn't get a septum piercing, but she's like, no, I think like the one on the nostrils cute. I'm like, that's right. Um, but I got a shout out birthday freebies. I got my Starbucks, my free Starbucks. I got my little gift from Sephora and then Jenny's ice cream does free ice cream. <laughs> so I got some ice cream yesterday on my birthday. Nice. And then 
but I timed it poorly and I did it right before I went to my birthday dance class. And there was a brief moment at the beginning of class where I was like, was this a poor choice? <laughs> and then it, and then I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, I've uh, been there. I've been there. Um, that's what's up. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good birthday. Um, I got to see you, um, this week ran over and tried to like, make sure you were okay with the car situation. So, um, you know, the, we had a good time the night before that was, one of the first times I go out without drinking, so I was able to be designated driver for everyone, and I got to drive the Tesla. So, because my my yeah. bestie has a Tessie, so um, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I love being like the one that I can actually say that around here. My bestie does have a Tessie, though. Well, it's, yeah, like is that my bestie in a Tessie? Yeah. So that's like always been the thing. Is like you just want to be in the Tessie. Yeah. Well, so. we we stuffed a bunch of us in there, and I was um driving us all around from place to place. So it was it was a good time. I had a good time for your birthday. Um, but yeah. Um, and then I I was productive, and I actually uh, purged my closet and got rid of a bunch of clothes that I like um I haven't been wearing. Cleared out like some space. I'm about to put up this rack that my sister got me for Christmas, and just kind of been going at my apartment just like attacking little areas here and there and stuff just to make it even better you know so um that was kind of my week and um but why don't we get into some bachelor stuff i know um this is a bye week for bachelor news and bachelor Indeed. you know um episodes and stuff but before we get into that i would like to you know um let you guys know that we are here on youtube now so go ahead and subscribe smash that thumbs up button hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new content it helps us out here on youtube and um if you are one of our subscribers uh we are growing numbers uh you know slowly but steadily and i'm actually happy with each and every one of you that clicking on that subscribe so um if you're here for your for your boy and your I'm girl i'm happy out with here, each and every one yeah you, you know we are you every like time knocking on the doors of the people that are su subscribing and like thanks for being like what is this yeah Jehovah's i mean Witness? that's what i'll go I, I mean i'm telling you if you're one of the top 1000 on if you're one of the top 1000 people that subscribe to us um when we get there Y'all are going to come to the top with us. I just appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? So um, if you are um, loving what our content, you know, make sure to leave a comment below and give us a thumbs up and all that good stuff. So, um, V, why don't we talk about some Bachelor Nation news? We did a couple. We did an episode like this a couple weeks back um, before the start of Bachelor. And, um, you know, you found out the reasons why we didn't have an episode this past week. What was going on? Um, it was literally because... It was, it's football. It's football. playoff. It was playoff Monday football. Monday night football. So, yeah. Okay. I well, was, I we, was more right than you in well, that situation. We did the research. We found out um, when you're right on this show, it means I'm right on this show. So we're going to go sure. with that. Um, v, what do we got for like Bachelor Nation news this week? Um, so Clint Arlis, 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 not sure how to pronounce it. He was one of um, the contestants on Caitlin's Caitlin Bristow season of The Bachelorette. He um, suddenly died this past week at the young age of 34. Um, he actually is from Batavia, Illinois. He was known like he was his little bottom thirds on um, the show says that he was an architect from Chicago. I'm guessing that's where he lived. I mean, that makes sense. Chicago is known for architecture. Um but uh, Batavia is a suburb of Chicago that's not far from mine. Um, so really sad news. Um, what you do? We know what happened. Um, from what I can see, 
Uh, as of Friday morning, his cause of death, death had not been disclosed. So I haven't seen any updates besides um, that. Well, uh, uh, did you, do we remember anything about him from Caitlin's season? I kind of remember, I remember him. I think he made it a decent amount of time. Um, and Nick Vial even, uh, wrote something about it being all like, heard about him, blah, 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 blah. He was unique, kind, talented person. Um, who's taken from this world, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I just think he was like, I feel like he had like a funny personality. Like he just looks like a very typical, like the swoopy blonde hair, like was a very typical, like good looking contestant. Like, mm. I don't think there's anything super crazy about him um, from when he was on Caitlyn's season. But um, has Caitlyn just- said anything about it? I think what did Caitlyn say? I feel like Caitlyn like s- said something about how sad she was um, uh, on him, you know, passing. Uh, what did she say? She shared her condolences, called it an absolute tragedy, um, and uh, yeah, and she didn't know what happened at that point either, uh, and you know that he was a fun guy, all that kind of stuff. So she just was, you know, sad. And I guess it was her, his sister that announced his death, um, as a Facebook post. So yeah. that's how. Yeah. It's out. always, it's always crazy to see these people that kind of come into the show and it's supposed to be like a goofy, fun, light, lighthearted type thing. And, and you know, they're real people. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, and there's been like several contestant, like former contestant, like tragic deaths like this. I feel like in the past several years, like a contestant from, I think, um, what's her fetch? Uh, the one who was from Atlanta, Andy from her season, I think died recently. I think there was something like that. There's been a couple from like some of these, it's feel like it's all been, contestants from the bachelorette seasons that have in the past couple of years have had some like tragic early deaths um so always kind of sad because it's like you as viewers we have them like entering into our tv slash our homes and then you either get to know them decently or if there's somebody usually you don't hear about it if there's one of the contestants that wasn't well known on the show um but yeah so it's just always kind of sad when yeah. that stuff happens. Rest in peace. Um, will we have any uh, conversation around our current Bachelor uh, this week? Yeah, so Clayton, as we brought up a couple of weeks ago, um, or as I did, you know, TikTok, people on the internet have been taking to, you know, kind of flaming him a little bit because uh, he made his way around mid-Missouri is one way to one way to put it. There's been a lot of girls coming out saying that, you know, they matched with him. They went on these dates. He said these things or like whatever. All pretty typical, honestly, to like how a mid-20s to now late-20s man probably in, you know, mid-Missouri where you're you're hitting up the college girls because that's who lives there because he lived in my college town. Mm-hmm. Um all seemingly normal things that I feel like he would be saying. Um, one TikTok that I think I sent you was about a guy who said that he walked in on his girlfriend hooking up with Clayton. Not sure how true that is or isn't. Um, but, you know, he's... I don't know um, if that's true, actually. I mean, he was saying huh? that he, he walked in on Clayton 
like raw dog and his girl ex-girlfriend or something like that yeah i i don't yeah. know i don't know i think that that guy is on tiktok and he has like i was watching a video about how he has like a bunch of jokes that you just pretty much stole from other people you know how tiktok is it's like yeah you take a joke yeah. and you say it and then your joke blows up and a bunch of uh, plagiarism on there but um yeah so that was funny but any other as is any social media outlet to be honest but um but yeah but like he pretty much is you know he's taking it all in stride i have to give it to him he's like you know i never claimed to be a saint uh or like whatever like or that i was celibate for the last six years of my single life like i was single i enjoyed being single um so, you know, there's a period of my t- life that I wasn't looking for anything serious. I was just having fun and enjoying that. It is what it is. And I'm kind of like, you're not wrong, Clayton. Like, Well, I think it's very interesting, though, um, him having to defend himself like that um, while, you know, uh, we talked about the drama last week with the girl that's supposedly, you know, had to spoil her from this, this upcoming week because they cut Cassidy. off the show. Cassidy. Um, you know, we saw at least that he was trying to pull back her rose because she's had like a, a cut and buddy before the show or whatever. So yeah, it's like, buddy, like Ash, but I think that where it becomes different is that she, you know, if you're the lead, you're expecting people to be there for you and you know, you're, you're not expecting them to be going into dating you slash potentially getting engaged to you you know, telling your F buddy back home that don't worry when I get back, we'll, you know, we'll be, we'll be hopping right back into bed together. Yeah. But I mean, I I do think that was like, you know, uh, uh, definitely a poor light shown on her in this edit. But in general though, it's like, I mean, who isn't have, who doesn't have an F buddy? Like, you know, that like, that's right. the whole point of having one is is that you're in between maybe relationships or you're not settled down with anyone and you're having sex, you know, with somebody that you feel comfortable with. Like, you know, that's that's all that it is like, you know, really. I mean, from from my perspective, as far as that point goes. But um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just it's just going to be interesting. You know, I think it's just an interesting correlation with him having to be like, I never claimed to be like, you know, this and that. And it's just kind of like. The same type of like, uh, what would you say, hypocrisies, you know, once you're in a lead to before, like, are you supposed to be like this, like you've never hooked up with anybody before the show or something like. What? Right. And I just think it gets interesting because especially how the show depicts Clayton as being, um, you know, they, like the first thing they show is him like walking into his mom's house and like you're like getting him portrayed as like you know this good mama's boy his you know christian raised like that whole situation so i think it does it does get dicey because then it's like oh then we're gonna paint his contestants as like you know not you know dirty or like whatever because of this or that even though like obviously he was out here being single, doing his thing as well. So it's just like it it gets weird because of like how this show also stigmatizes sex in general and just how it, you know, is gonna present how it wants to present because what what's gonna make our middle America audience happy? Villainizing a girl for, you know, having sex prior to the show. That's gonna make them happy because 
inherently the show is misogynistic. Yeah, I wonder. I, that, I on that on, <laughs> on that same point, I do think that that's probably why she probably won't get in trouble for putting out that stuff because it is kind of like sex shaming, right? I mean, she can get in trouble for putting it out because she's under contract and it's during the season mm-hmm. and she messed and like she posted stuff, then took it down before. I just feel like like the, the portrayal aired. of her on the show, though, it's like making her look bad, like just because she did this, that she's like this. I mean, she person. just I think she looks bad in general sure. just because she's a bad person. Okay. It has nothing to do with who she's fucking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Um, V's opinion. Uh, well, I think, uh, you know, Clayton, Clayton is got it, uh, a, a interesting predicament to get it out of or into at the beginning of next episode. Um, but let's move along, uh, from Clayton season, uh, to some lighter news. We got, um, Ashley and, uh, Jared. From yeah. So Patrick they've Fame. been, they're pregnant AF right now. Like they're due mm-hmm. about to be due. Ashley is busting at the seams are actually like living apart because she decided to go back to, I think Virginia for to go to, she wanted to give birth at the hospital that her dad has worked at. Um, and he's back in Rhode Island where they have a house live because I guess they're opening a coffee shop. And so he's been working on all that, but they, because they have sold their souls to, being an influencer and making money the influencer way. They um, announced the name of their son, their soon-to-be baby, um, on an Amazon Live stream. Um, and the son's name will be Dawson, Dimitri, um, Haiban, uh, Jared's last name. I never know. Haiban, Haiban. I don't know how to say his last name. Um, but uh, I guess... The name is inspired by, you know, Leo, Leo DiCaprio's title character in um, uh, Titanic, Jack Dawson, because uh, that was one of her. That's Ashley. One of Ashley's, you know, first loves is. Yeah, I mean, that. Ashley is obsessed with like making her life like one of these movies, like literally all the cliche yeah. movies of like we all grew up on and stuff like she's obsessed with them, whether it's like, you know, Aladdin or freaking, you know, Titanic, like, you know, it's pretty much just like basic girl uh, obsession. Yeah. Uh, and she's trying to make her life like, you know, the, even down to the fact that she wants to have her baby in like the hospital that her father. It's like some this is us stuff or something. She's trying to make her life like this is us. Fair enough. But, um, you know, it's Ashley Eyes world and Jared's just living in it, you know, he's so, just doing the do. He's like, yeah. call it whatever you want. I'm just excited to have a baby, you know. But um, what is this Amazon Live? Do you know what Amazon Live is? I haven't. I've been hearing a little bit about it, but what is it? Is it a TV show or a channel? It's just like they're streaming broadcasting. It's like how they did the broadcast of like uh, Kanye's um, concert that he did. So is it something um, that's streamed on like our, our apps or like when when you said they did this uh, announcement, is it like a video? On- it's like streamed on like the Amazon. Like it's like within the live. Like it's in if you go to Amazon, it's like you'll a be channel. Able to like you could like put it on and it's got like programming and stuff. Probably it's got different. Yeah. Different live streams and stuff. So it all seems to be like kind of like D list influencer kind of stuff. And then and then some random like Jesse James Decker 
or Lindsey Vaughn did like a Q&A for her book or like Portia Williams from Real Housewives of Atlanta did did a thing. Like so it's got like it I think they probably grab a couple of those and then they've got mostly like some like other like lower level. Uh, speaking of more babies, I was seeing that Adam and Raven had a baby boy. Did you hear they about that? They did. They did have their baby. Yeah, they there's a lot did. of babies coming out of Bachelor Nation. Yes, they did have their baby. Um, so. Well, what do you ha- do? You have any expectations of what uh, the next episode of Clayton's season is going to bring us? Well, we're going to have to see whatever happens at the end of what was now last week's um, rose ceremony. Is are are we going to be able to take back a rose? Will Cassidy? Be- I'm interested in seeing what Cassidy's conversation is with Clayton. Like, you know, how does she defend herself? Does she get defensive? Is she like, you know, standing up for herself? Like, you know, I mean, I see her getting defensive for sure. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. Does she does she, is she strong about like you know her convictions no. or does she fall apart at the seams? You think? I think she's gonna just get defensive and she's gonna like just not actually have like good logistical arguments for, or she's gonna just blame shit on I believe it was Sierra. She's gonna be all like ah eh, blah blah blah. I feel like she's gonna get petty, to be honest. Um, she's I- someone who doesn't seem like she wants to take responsibility for her actions because she thinks you know she's doing things her way which is going to be the best way which is going to be i'm here for like clayton whatever but she's gonna you know my prediction is that like you know clayton takes this this news and then he maybe presents it to a couple more girls and they give their feedback of her and that's what's going to be like the nail in the coffin is her I like, don't reputation. Think so. I think her reputation in the house is going to come back to I don't think he's just taking one girl's word for it. I think he's going to go into the, you know, the rest of the night, talk to maybe a couple girls and he's probably going to I don't see him like outwardly seeking other girls to give their opinions. I, I do. could see some of no. Totally. I, well, we'll no, see next he's not week. confrontational like that. He'll like ha- pull her aside because he'll be like, let me hear what you like have to say. I don't see him going to other girls being all like, so what do you think about her? I also think that's just a bad move in general. No, I mean, I, you think like there haven't been bad moves on The Bachelor before? I think. He oh, w- I mean, yeah. I think he's going to go and be like, you know, or maybe somebody else is going to come to him and stuff. I like, could see somebody else saying something. Yeah. I wouldn't see him like actively being all like, so tell me what you think about Cassidy. Like, I don't see him doing that. We'll see. Um, because I really don't think he can. I mean, I, I just don't. Th- I don't. I don't think there's enough for him to send her home off of this one conversation but he he with might, this girl. And yeah. Then the one I don't, con- and I feel like she'll be able to defend herself. So I think there has to be multiple complaints coming to him about him to make his yeah decision. i see i i could see other girls saying stuff about how she had behaved at the date and everything and how she behaved even at that cocktail party i mean because if sierra came up to him told him whatever i see other girls saying stuff to him about it yeah once the floodgates see, open i, I think they're gonna be willing them. to like say everything they have on cassidy once like it's like oh Oh, we're jumping on her now. It's like, yeah, she sucks. She has like the worst attitude. Well, because She's all of them had an the issue with her after the date. Yeah. Like they were already pissed at her in general. Like these girls are don't and like they don't have like a good vibe for Cass, which I don't blame them. She wasn't. She did not go about things the right. She was super arrogant. She didn't go about things. I think the best way on that date. Uh, I kind of came even, out of left field in this episode. It was like she just decided to like, 
like go down this path of being like you know so confident and stuff with him and then also be all over him so confident is yeah i i would say cocky more than confident i think arrogant is really the best word to describe her but can you be all three um no i mean like i think there's various levels i think you can be you can think you're being confident when you're actually acting cocky and or arrogant you could be i mean i think it they're all like levels of like a similar feeling or like presentation because i think there's a very thin line between what makes you confident and what makes you cocky and then what makes you cocky and what makes you arrogant presentation i thought i think also it could be uh uh the way it's perceived from another person you could be like i'm confident and another person that just sees it through a different lens is like well yeah but i that's what i mean it's like you can think you're confident but if you're acting a certain way you're gonna be perceived arrogant or cocky which means in general you're not really being confident you're being those things um well uh i think we already know what cassie's fate is gonna be just by this fear that she's of, eventually gonna get out yeah. it might not be that rose ceremony but we'll see well i'm looking forward to uh seeing another episode of the bachelor do not like the fact that we see two episodes and then get a week off it just feels weird um but we got it. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, with the Bachelor stuff. If you guys uh, have any other rumors that you've heard this last week, leave it in the comments below. And uh, also, like once again, make sure to subscribe to us and uh, keep us up to uh, keep you up to date with all of uh, the Bachelor Nation stuff that we talk about here on the show. V, why don't we talk about stuff we like to call quick hits? What do we got? So this happened like right after. Our, we finished recording the podcast last week. This news broke. Was that Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet um, uh, are splitting up after nearly two decades together? Um, seemingly, they seem to be very, you know, on great terms. I think um, both of their um, both of their like little things said how you know they just the ways that their lives were turning and changing that just wasn't seeming to work for both of them. But, you know, they have a lot of love and respect for each other. I think they are seemingly pretty different. Like, I feel like Jason Momoa is, like, huge, big energy, big personality. Lisa Bonet is, like, more reserved. Like, always, she just seems, like, so chill and, like, vibey. Like, yeah. I just... Um, it's just It's just really sad. I mean, Lisa Bonet, like, has, you know, she was married to... Lenny Kravitz at one point they have a child together you know we got yep, Jason, good old Zoe yeah we got Jason Momoa who you know he says he manifested being with Lisa Benet I would see like videos of him talking about it like yeah he would watch like shows she was in and be like I'm going to marry her one day and like had a picture of her and and all that stuff so he like he says he manifested that so it's it's kind of like a beautiful couple that like you know seem to have really good energy coming out of their relationship and stuff it's just I wonder what the what the nail in the coffin is for that one, because uh, you know Lisa Bonet is uh, definitely a sought. Both of them are sought after people. Like they're huge. You know, people love Lisa Bonet for her reasons, and people love Jason Momoa for obvious reasons. Um, so there's probably a lot of single women out there that are very excited about Jason Momoa being single again. But uh, you know, Aquaman, 
you know how, it got, how he's out here you know he's gonna be fine they're both gonna be fine i think they're so. both gonna be fine and they're they said that you know the love between us carries us on evolving in ways it wishes to be known and live blah 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 we're devoted to each other for our kids because they have kids together so i think like i think they're you know I think they just wanted maybe different things out of like the next chapter of their lives, um, which is understandable. Sure. Um, what else we got? Um, so my favorite band, Paramore, are officially back in the studio. Um, I think we said back like last fall how there was rumors or things swirling that they were about to start making new music. They're back in the studio for the first time in five years. Um and it seems like they're gonna they're really like writing stuff that is of who they are now as like adults um and it should be exciting because supposedly they are one of the well not supposedly they are billed as one of the headliners for this new um when we were young festival that was has been promoted all over the internet the past couple of days um that is supposed to be on october 22nd in vegas um but people are having some doubts about it first out is that it is run by the same um organizers that did astroworld uh don't know where that lies um with them other thing is that if you look at the the poster, like the the lineup poster for this, there's 65 acts on there, and the the festival is supposed to take place over the course of one day, 12 hours, 11 to 11, um, and only over the course of three stages. I don't really like. I've seen many videos and stuff on doing the math of that. And, like, even if they do, like, do rotating stages where, like, they have, like, two going while one is being set up or whatever, um, that would – and if you're going to have to, like, you know, bank, like, lesser acts will get shorter sets, headliners will get longer sets, that's still putting, like the, – the way to get it done is that you, some of these sets would have to be, like, maybe 15 minutes long or, like, something like that. So – I have a lot of friends that are planning already like looking at maybe buying tickets or to go or whatever. And I'm like, this could be, I it like has a ton of great acts. What's, like, the, th what's the theme of the, of the acts that are being picked? Is it like all bands from back in the day or something? Like yeah. That? They're all like, you know, hype, like pop punk. So it's kind of like, like that lovers and emo, friends. Like Hawthorne Heights, taking back Sunday, Paramore, Avril Lavigne, like, like, and then some of the newer versions of that, like Lil Huddy, Jaden, things like that. But it's all of these like old school, like all of those kinds of 303 stuff like that are all going to be there. Kind of like a, um, whatchamacallit, what am I trying to think of? Warped tour kind of vibe. But I just See, don't know. What's very popular these days is taking legacy acts and putting them all together and stuff like like uh, what's what's the one they do for uh, I think it's like lovers and friends they do and they have like a bunch of acts like from around that time where like Ludacris and Usher like had lovers and oh friends yeah 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 and um which is all good music it's like the two thousands and all that so um. Yeah, I mean, if they can make it happen, I'm sure people will buy that ticket. At least it won't be on an island. And one other thing is that there's no refunds for the tickets, so people are also hesitant. Um, but that does uh, sound a little sketchy. 
Sounds um, a little sketchy to me. Well, but, I mean, it's got, like, My Chemical Romance, A Day to Remember, Jimmy Eat World. It's got all these, like, all this, all these. Yeah, Dashboard sometimes a lineup will look so, ridi- like, so ridiculously it, good like, It really, like truly looks too good to be true. Like, I just. Like, all those people have nothing going on that one day. <laughs> like, know? and also, it's just, I really don't know, like, how the timing of it would work. Yeah. If I there's can, really I, only supposed to be three stages. Yeah. I can barely pick out something to do on March. Um, well, V, what else do we got on uh, Quick Hits? Um, Love is Blind is returning February 11th. Oh, shit. Um, well, hold on. So Love is Blind, like a new version or the continuation a of new, our- A new season. Okay. It's a new season. Um, and this one is, I know it was filmed in uh, Chicago. They were doing casting and stuff in Chicago. Is this the third uh, season? Second season. Second season? Because- uh, Cause I actually did like, you know, when they came back with more episodes of season one of Love Is Blind or like the first cast of it, I did. Yeah, like, where they did like kind of like the reunion, the the after the altar. I mean, I, I yeah, I did like that. It was like I could I could watch these people for a little bit longer, like you know, I don't know. I felt like I wanted. I'm guessing more. they're gonna probably bring in some of like you know, the the top couples or whoever maybe at some point for this new season so we'll have to see interesting um well that'll be cool i love that show uh what else we got tiffany haddish was arrested for a dui um in not far from here not far from where we record um in peachtree city so that's like you know probably like 45 minutes outside of the city of atlanta Mm -hmm. um at 4 a.m. over the week, I think it was like over the weekend or last week, um, because she was supposedly asleep at the wheel um, or falling asleep at the wheel. Uh, she has a pretty iconic uh, mugshot of her smiling. Um, she was arrested for sleeping at the wheel? Yeah, oh. suspected DUI. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and believed why, she was- Why do people was- smile in those pictures? I don't understand. Huh? I don't understand why people smile in those pictures. I think, I mean, if you're if you're under the influence, I think she I th- people True. think that she was high. <laughs> you're just like, it's probably not that like you're just drunk and you think it's funny. Yeah, most people don't like smile. I think it was just you know, um, but yeah, so sad stuff. Hopefully she'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, but um, what, yeah. what rounds us out for quick hits this week? So Jamie Lynn Spears went on. Call Her Daddy. First episode, I think it's going to be a two-parter. I didn't listen, but, you know, I read things. Um, what is out, she went on to pretty much try to, like, clear up some stuff between her and her sister because Britney has, like, said things during the whole Free Britney movement about how Jamie Lynn, uh, you know, didn't support her, supported the continued abuse by their father, all these different things. Um, and Jamie Lynn is also conveniently coming out with a book. It's out right now. Um, so interesting to why she took one of the like biggest Spotify podcasts um, to do an interview. See, I wouldn't even uh, want to touch like, I mean, the uh, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears interview right now. I'm surprised. Like, I'm I think it's a ba- I mean, I, I could see why like business wise, it might seem like a good move, but a lot of like Alex Cooper is getting a lot of hate on the internet right now for doing this interview. Really? Like, yeah. How so? be- because people are all like, don't, don't you support Britney? Like you're supporting somebody who like, you know, 
helped continue the abuse and stuff of Britney. Like all these different like people are going. Yeah, it's almost Alex. like going against Beyonce or something. Like you know, right now. Or right. Something. Like I mean, the free Britney movement is huge. People love Britney Spears. Like you, and like Jamie Lynn. I also think is definitely like riding on the coattails of as she always has, which I just think is as the nature of being like kind of like the younger sister of such a huge star um, with this book and everything coming. It doesn't like, it's not a good look. Like it's just overall not a great look. I don't think, you know, Jamie Lynn, I don't think is super complicit to everything that happened to Britney Spears, obviously, because she was also a child during some of it or a teenager. It look good though. This, def- this definitely looks like you're trying to profit off the moment in the situation. You're trying to profit off the moment and you're trying to like, you know, why clear your name and stuff yeah, it's not and making you look and worse then she like, was out here also defending um justin timberlake she was like saying stuff about how like justin timberlake felt more like a father figure than her dad at some points when he was dating um britney which i'm like i'm sure you would say look. that when you look up when you're a kid and you see like right, the lead like, singer of Sync right there you're gonna say the same you're crazy this Right, especially and like also like just not a good look in general to be like saying that like well Justin Timberlake was the one who like created like spurred some of like these you know paparazzi thing like interview tabloid interviews that like painted Britney in such a bad light. Yeah, and you're gonna be all like, that's my daddy right there, JT. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, um, yeah, no, uh, I retired my Jamie Lynn Spears shirt that I had for a while. It was one of my favorite shirts, but it's just like it became harder and harder to like put it on and 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 actually feel good about it. So feel good about it. Yeah, I mean, there was a time where people were like, "Did you? Was that part of your closet purge? Yeah, it was actually. It was actually part of my college or." but you know the thing is, is that like that why I like the T-shirt so much. First of all, I like I met Jamie Lynn Spears like a while ago when I was working for this country yeah. station, and um and I got that T-shirt and I actually like wore it um to this concert that we did at the like country place and she was like she loved it and um and then ever since it was just ironic because like you know why do you have a T-shirt of like the younger like Spears sister and, and stuff, but. Um, yeah, I got rid of it. I purged it. So besides, uh, having that t-shirt V, what made you go yikes this week? I had a couple of yikeses. Uh, first yikes comes from good old yay. This man can't, you know, this man loves to be in the news. Um, but he was going off on his, I think it was like his Instagram. Um, wait, is this before or after the song that has dropped this last week? I think it was, uh, I think it was after the song dropped on Friday. Yeah. So, so this was the this past weekend. So it was after when the song dropped. So I, I've been kind of like seeing a couple things about it, but um, you know, I we the song dropped on on Friday. I'd send it to you because I, I kind of want to talk about it. It's the game featuring Kanye West, and the song's called Easy. And in the song, Kanye and I think the song is good for the song but i do think it's yeah i think it's a good song yeah but um he definitely talks about you know things in his relationship right now stuff like did you pick out anything specifically from the verse that you heard like there was like there was like the part where he's like um this isn't your mama's house you you go get like cook like grab the ramen from the cabinet yourself or something like that oh stuff like that and and then also talking about um 
um, kicking da- uh, Pete Davidson's ass and stuff. In the yes, so. yes, which supposedly Pete Davidson might have hired more security, and Kim has her own security detail to make sure that like it's outside of anything that was connected to Kanye. Well, but- yeah, I mean, it's that's just not a good look. Like, finally, I've been saying it for weeks. Like, how come Kanye hasn't said anything about Pete Davidson? And then he goes and kind of threatens him on a song, and then attempts to go to some birthday party that everyone's at and stuff. So. so- this is yeah, but he, you know, went made an Instagram video or whatever saying like that he wasn't being allowed, like that Kim was holding him from his, his Chicago because it was the birthday party for Chicago and Stormy. They both were turning four. Um and he was saying that, you know, he had to go through he had a he had to contact Tristan, he had to contact whoever, and finally like Travis gave him the address to where this party was. Um, and then, you know, he wasn't even gonna be allowed in. But then there's videos and pictures of him fully being there talking to Chris Jenner and whatever. So seemingly it was fine. And then Kim has come out being all like, I don't know what he is talking about. We had discussed that he wanted to because then hours after that party he hosted another party for chicago um and like sort of made it about like he did it in spite or whatever and kim was all like no like we had discussed like he wanted to do two separate parties whatever so i don't really know what he's talking about and it's just like it just seems like he's making a, a fuss to make a fuss like he's trying to paint kim as like holding his kids from him and she's like no yeah i no. I, I, I see this like a uh, kanye spiraling not being able to get what he wants and it's really sad because you know kim i think tried for a little while like to make like to make it work with kanye she really did she really did like from what i saw in the last season of keeping up with the kardashians like she was that's when he like had a lot of his like issues and stuff she was going through it and she was all like He's never here. Like, how can I, like, I'm, I'm trying so hard to do this or that. And, like, I, you know, he's yeah. not here. And and now it just seems like, you know, when you kind of take people for granted and then it becomes the point where they're just over it. And then it's like, oh, shoot. And, and now you're like, wait, you're supposed to keep doing what you were doing and they're not doing it anymore. And then you're just like going crazy because it's like, I thought, you know, because that's, we were legally married. That sounds like a narcissist realizing that he's not. You know, getting his way. He's because Kanye's a narcissist. Yeah, I mean, he, it's just—it's really sad to see, you know. And then it, it's just, this is—it's it, kind of like you see it a lot, actually, with people that like get divorced and they got kids in the middle of it. They get like kind of like the reason why you're holding my kids for me. It's like, no, you just want to be around me. Like you're using the kids as an excuse, like to show up at parties that we agreed to not like, you know, be a part of and stuff. And and what you're trying to like, what Pete Davidson going to be here and you're going to try to like make it uncomfortable and stuff like. Right. Right. Yeah. Because she's been saying she's like, you know, he's trying to ruin my relationship, whatever. So like, yeah, not a good look for you. Not a good look for on the other side of the hip hop spectrum. um, Superstars. What do we got here for another? Yikes. Drizzy. Um, has been accused of putting hot sauce in a used condom um, to potentially, you know, kill the sperm after having sex with a um, Instagram model. So this Instagram model said that she had a romantic encounter. Oh, wait, this is a romantic encounter? Yeah, romance. I I love how this, uh, we are calling it a romantic encounter and it ends with hot sauce and a condom. 
but yeah. um, continue. Super romantic. Um, uh, but yeah, so she claimed, you know, and he disposed the condom in the bathroom, supposedly. And then she wanted to see if she could try to impregnate herself with the sperm in said condom. So she went to try to attempt to do that and then had a burning sensation. Um, and that, and the out, the place that Drake said that he admitted to, I guess this all said that Drake admitted to pouring a packet of hot sauce in the condom. Um, and that people think that he, you know, addressed it in this Instagram caption that says you have your 15 minutes of fame. I'll take the other 23 hours and 45 minutes. So I just think, you know, Oh, this is, this is, I, I don't know if this is real. And Drake says that he, Drake has previously admitted that he makes sure women can't collect his ser- sperm after sex. So, I mean, I don't really know. After him, after the birth of his child, like in the whole thing that went down with that, I believe that. But for Drake to be holding like a used condom and to take like hot sauce and dump it in there and for some crazy ass girl to be like fishing for that and putting it in there. Like, do you really think hot sauce kills, does hot sauce kill sperm? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. It doesn't sound. Know. That doesn't sound like that's that. That's how it works. I mean, it could. I mean, sperm like kind of like dies after a while in the air, honestly. So. Oh no, man. Oh, um, it just sounds all types of wrong, and the fact that this girl's even admitting to this is just sounds crazy. So, um, yeah. yikes all around. <laughs> yeah, yikes for sure. Um, V, you know, I really want to know. What are you watching? Well, um, I have been watching Dickinson mm. on Apple TV. It is a show starring Haley Steinfeld, whom I love, as um, known American poet Emily Dickinson. Um, it has a couple seasons out. It's great because it's like similar to um, I've watched The Great and I've talked about it on this podcast. Um, it's kind of like a gives a little bit of like modern speech and fun stuff to like a historical sort of thing. So it's kind of like historical ish. Um, but is they it use retelling? like, is it like, it's like a re it's like a re it uses like real events and things and like her real poems and notes and letters and real people that existed, like her siblings and her but is best it modern friend. time or is it like based in, no, like- it's like, it's, it's all, it's back in the day, okay. back in the 1800s when she was around. Um, but they use like modern music and they use like a lot of modern slang. Like they'll be like saying stuff like, oh my God, she's an influencer about like some high society socialite. Okay. Um, Is it stuff good? like that. You like it? Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, first of all, I love Haley Steinfeld, so I'm going to love it. And I mean, did you watch Emily Hawkeye? D- huh? Did you watch Hawkeye? I haven't watched it yet. I still need to watch it. I but it's pretty good. And I know she's in there with Florence Pugh, who I also love. But it's also great because. Um, Emily Dickinson was known or rumored to have had relationships with women, um, and that is portrayed. Um, so it's great to see um, some, you know, LGBTQ representation in history. I was going to make a joke about that and the, her last name and stuff, but I won't. Um, but okay. what other shows have you watched this last week? I just started watching the brand spanking new series starring my gal Hillary Duff, How I Met Your Father. Um, and it's it's so interesting to like go from watching these other shows to then watching like very much so a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
it it definitely is because like it's got like a laugh track and shit mm-hmm. and i'm like oh this is a sitcom we're watching a sitcom now um it's cute so far i love hillary duff um and i love some of the other the uh actress and actresses in it um i'm literally only an episode in so how we'll many have episodes to see. are there I don't know. Is it like all of them are available or is it like the first couple? I think it's like the first couple maybe. I don't think all, but maybe. I don't know. Um, does I feel it, like Hulu usually does like it will release stuff like in. Yeah, it's like the first three episodes and then one a week after that. Um, does it Does it have, does it hold up to How I Met Your Mother? Do you think it's going to go the distance like How I Met Your Mother did? I think How you how I Met Your mother went too far to be honest everyone does. so maybe i'm the well, a wrong season person. or two too far but like i mean it still went like what like nine ten seasons so it's like for something crazy seven or eight um, of them were pretty decent i mean which like everyone ended up hating ted by the end of the show so i yeah, just don't I, I wonder if they're gonna make us all hate sophie hillary duff's character which i, I would think make they'll it. have to learn from the mistake of that story arc but i just wonder is there like a barney stinson character that you've noticed in not it? that i've been able to like pick out exactly yeah. i mean i think um, do you think the cast hillary has the Duff's- chemistry of like the the how i met your mother cast i think so. i mean i'm literally in episode yeah. so i think so um pilot it seems episodes fun- though could tell a lot you know that's yeah. kind of like you know the beginning of the journey so it seems like it. It seems like they. I mean, I think they. They seem like cute and fun, and everybody like you know. It's definitely more modern. Makes more sense. Um, a lot of like fun little references that make sense and, to and modern. Kim Cattrall plays uh, plays the older version of Hilary Duff on the show. Yes, she does. Which was it's just fun because like that's how the show opens. Good for her though, like because I feel like everyone's like really hating on the Sex and the City spinoff, and here she is on a show by herself. And yeah, no, yeah, the Sex and the City reboot is not great. Trash. Uh, yeah, it's not good. Oh man. Well, um, I've been watching. Uh, yeah, what have you been watching? Wait. All the ready. <laughs> All right. Um, I've been watching something very interesting. Uh. Netflix has put out a show called Archive 81, and um, it's a very good show. It's, like, dark. It's got, like, time travel type shit. Uh, like, uh, time travel? Yeah. You liking that? Weird. Yeah, you know. And also, um, you know, some dimensional stuff. It's like a, like a tr- crime-solving thing, and it's based off a podcast. So um, of the same name, oh. I believe. I was about to say, like, it sounds familiar. I feel like I've seen that title somewhere. It's really cool because it's based on – well, it's based off the podcast, but this guy in it, he's like uh, – he restores tapes. And um, so it's it's he finds like a tape that he has to like solve a murder and stuff on it and everything and it's really good. So if you're looking for a bingeable show to watch, it's on Netflix. I think it's like number two top ten shows on there right now. So check it out. Um, and then as a huge fan of this franchise, I watched the fifth installment of Scream, and uh, it was pretty good. I mean, I recommend it to people uh, if you're a Scream fan. It's definitely one of those things where in the movie they say the same thing, but um, it's it's what they're calling these days a, a requel, so it's not like a, it's not just a, a sequel or a reboot. It's a reboot. But it and like a it doesn't it like tie on like the people who were related to the original people in the scream or exactly. like whatever. So you know uh, 
with like movies like Star Wars and stuff where you have like your legacy characters coming back, but they're not in the forefront. They're just, you know, a way to bring old uh, fans in and also tie it into the old stuff so new fans can, you know, go back and watch the lore. That's pretty much what this is doing. Everyone is kind of related to a character of the original and stuff. And um, essentially you got your legacy characters like Sydney and uh, Dewey and Courtney Cox and all them. Um coming back like to reply as prize or wolves but they're not like the main people in the movie so it's kind of cool and it's like a revamp of the original movie and it all just kind of like connects and stuff and you kind of see how like this is going to go like forward moving forward and it's kind of cool too because it kind of feels like they figured out some type of formula to be able to make scream kind of like a like a fast and furious type franchise you know what i'm saying you know when it like no one knew Fast and Furious was going to become the franchise it did. Like, yeah, they made one, yeah. and then the second one didn't even have Vin Diesel in it. The third one didn't even have Paul Walker in it. It did have Vin Diesel at the end, but it was in Tokyo with two new like you know Bow Wow was in that drift, and, and drift, some, drift, yeah, drift, which was a good one. I always liked that one, but you know the way they were able. People to con- love to hate on that one because it like really makes no sense. Um, I mean, they had they, to like make it make sense yeah, later. Yeah, and it still doesn't. It really still doesn't. It really doesn't. They but still it really is a stretch. I do love a good um, c- continuity and stories and stuff. So um, yeah, I mean, I just recommend if you're a Scream fan and to present, they're not presenting it as like Scream Five. They're presenting it as Scream. It's like the, the this is the, the new generation's version of Scream. This is what they're getting. Just like Degrassi, Next Generation, but it's like Scream. Exactly, Next, Next Generation. generation. So, um, Cream Five, check it out. Um, v, why don't we talk about our Slapper of the Week? Slapper of the Week. This song slaps. Yeah. <laughs> this week's Slapper of the Week comes to you in another language. Um, the song is called L'Enfer by Stromae. And um, if you guys haven't heard of Stromae, he's been around for a while. He's a Belgian act. Uh, they, I guess he's considered hip-hop over there, and he's well-known. Um, a bunch of songs, I guess. like yeah, uh, He seems kind of housey to me but yeah I, guess. I mean he's got like electronic music but like as i was looking him up they consider him you know hip-hop is different in other countries so it's like they consider him a hip-hop artist um in belgium but this is like uh i believe in french this song and um because yeah. in belgium they speak french primarily yeah so um la enfer is uh translated to hell and, you know, Stromae was going through, I guess, some, you know, personal mental health stuff. And and this song is kind of like a, 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 a ode to all that that he was going through and stuff. So the song and the music and the beat is awesome. His voice is dope. Um, definitely check it out. Uh, it's on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify in case you haven't, uh, if you don't know how to spell that. But Stromae, check it out. It's his new single and it's very good. So I love it. Uh, v, do you have any shout outs this week? I wanted to shout out um, a couple of my birthday twins, mm. my friends Dee Dee and then Haley. Um, lucky to share a day with those lovely ladies. Um, I've been sharing my birthday with my best friend Dee Dee for the past probably like, I don't know, like uh, 22 years. Um, but uh, so it's always fun to add a, a new a new birthday twin to the fold with Haley. Nice. Um, and then I just wanted to shout out in general everybody that has celebrated my birthday with me this past weekend, uh, including you. And thanks for coming with uh, with when my car with my shit when my car was being you know 
jumped and whatever. Of course. Um, but yeah. Yeah. We had a good time celebrating you this weekend. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, specifically from your party, uh, you know, we have our mutual friend, Zach Sims. I wanted to give him a shout out. Shout out to Sims. That's a throwback. Yeah. If you know, you know. We, we used to shout him out all the time, but you know, you know how it goes. You get you kind of a little distance in between y'all, and things kind of just move on. But Zach Sims. Well, he also didn't live here for like almost a that's year. That's true. He moved away, but he's back and um, back. Zach is back, and uh, we got to hang out. He came all the way from what? Uh, where he did- was driving in from Athens. Yeah. Pretty much straight from being at the UGA championship parade. Yeah, so um, he was on a high from that, and uh, we came back, and we had some really good conversations about just, you know, some cool stuff. So um, I, I was really uh, – he, he gave me some suggestions on some dope podcasts I listened to the next day and stuff that were really motivational and stuff. So um, shout-out to you, Zach. Good seeing you, and we'll see you soon again. I guess he's having a party here coming up soon, so. Yep. Um, he always throws some good ones. Uh, V, that was our episode. Um, you know, what you got going into, got going on going into this next weekend? Um, nothing, nothing really, honestly. I think it's going to be pretty, pretty chill weekend for me. Um, might be trying to see my girl Clarissa for one of the last times before she moves to Miami. Yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, besides that, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing uh, crazy. Well, yesterday I actually auditioned for something. Uh, it's a student film, but it was, uh, I, I auditioned for it. And after I got out of class, I got actually uh, offered the role for it. So I'm going to be awesome. Sh- Thanks. Yeah. Just, you know, trying to, you know, keep, keep busy and keep learning and keeping in and stuff to add to the resume and the reels and stuff. But um, I'll be doing that on Saturday. So I'm excited about that. And, uh, when you say student film, is it like with SCAD or like what is it? This is this one was for a Savannah Institute or something like that. I'm guessing SCAD. Yeah, it, it's probably so, for SCAD, but it's here in Atlanta. So um, yeah, is is they they have one here in, in Atlanta. They have the one of the SCAD. Main oh, that's why our, our, our the company they have one there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, so we'll be doing a, a film for them. So it'll be fun. I got cast as a the work manager, sarcastic work manager. So wow, um, yeah, I I have some influences I've been thinking about to get into character, but um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I'll be doing this weekend. Um, well, guys, you know, another week down, closer to that episode two hundred. We're thinking about what we're gonna do special for that. We don't know yet, but we'll put some thought into it this next week, and uh, we'll be back next week with episode one ninety nine of Future Bachelor and um, epi- uh, week three of Bachelor um, episode next week. So uh, I am going to uh leave it there guys this has been our episode future bachelor you know what it is my name is Sai. i'm veronica and we love you deuces bye au revoir oh nice future bachelor podcast